ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, but I still love them. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, memorial, family, evangelistic service, uh, family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 645 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading the Song of Solomon Chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, for you are the King of kings and Lord of lords over the whole universe. And Holy Father God, uh, I praise you and I thank you for the power uh, that you give to us through prayer to pray to you and to see you do things in the earth. Lord, uh, you know, and anybody else on earth who knows me, they know that my whole life is a miracle. All seven of my children uh, know that our family journey has been nothing but a miracle by you. You brought us through many toils and snares miraculously in the hearing and answering of prayer uh, through some tough times and uh, and you have used us mightily as I shared with my children tonight and the devil hates it the devil is mad about it because we were supposed to be destroyed a long time ago like so many millions of other families <coughs> torn to pieces by that roaring lion devil but Lord through prayer uh, 
you preserved us through prayer and by your grace. You kept us together and caused us to learn many things and to do many things and great exploits on North Nolan River, on Pendale, uh, out in the country. Uh, in Irving, Texas, by the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, and going all the way back, Lord, I give you the glory, uh, all of the praise, and all of the honor, and all of my sure, all of my children should as well. And uh, Holy Father God, and I believe they they are and uh, they're at that all of them are at that age where they are trying to figure things out and, and trying to see uh, what you would have them to do I pray that you would show them early on uh, for themselves I've already taught them by your grace well I've given them a great foundation by your grace and Lord, uh, they have done well thus far. Lord, help them to stay away from sin, the devil, and demon-filled people. Pave the way for them to love you back and fear you and obey you and uh, trust in you. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for this past day and all other days. For, Lord, uh, if we are following you right, uh, every day builds on the other, on the last day, <clears throat> and all of the days of the past. Nothing is wasted. You're always preparing your people uh, to do something great for your glory, your praise, and your honor. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name <coughs> of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings, Lord, that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And uh, Lord, uh, even today, and Lord, I thank you for how you have brought us through. For we have, as the songwriter has said, we have come this far by faith. And uh, we can't turn around now. And no matter how tough it gets, 
And so, Holy Father God, we individually, those of us who are saved and born again in our family and in this audience tonight and uh, around the world, Lord, those of us who are saved, believers in Christ and born again, have continued mercy and grace upon us, Lord, tonight. And for Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults. Wash and cleanse our souls, our hearts, our minds, our spirits, and our consciences in the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. Crush and crucify, Lord, our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh within us, even though we are saved and believers in Christ and born again. Fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Ghost. Even tonight at this time, and deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right. And do that which is pleasing in your sight and get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, uh, help us, Lord, to truly uh, do that. And Lord, I do pray, help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and uh, get back to you our first love. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And you're holy, holy, holy. And we're not, but you have commanded us to be holy like you're holy. So, Lord, I thank you for uh, the work you're doing in my heart through prayer. And, Lord, uh, I can see movement towards holiness, more holiness. And I pray that you will give everybody else a vision of holiness and godliness and a desire for that. And by your grace, because we can only do it by your grace, step off into it so that we can be holy like you're holy. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would save those who are lost in my family, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe. And Lord, I do pray for my wife, Marika White, uh, who I believe is religious but lost. And because of that, she can do good for one or two days. By your grace, they're normally on Monday. And that's pretty much it. Maybe a little bit on Tuesday, uh, Sunday evening has been the pattern. And then uh, I, I really want her to get saved so that the devil cannot control her at will to the point where she can't fight back because she has nothing to fight back with. And uh, uh, 
her sister Diane came over here the other day and she was getting ready to go off into uh, some Jamaican uh, uh, expression of anger but she 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 controlled herself and uh, and I said to myself maybe this woman is saved she backed up off of it and uh, uh, and it was a beautiful sight and I uh, pray that uh, and she did say later she got saved three years ago so Lord I I, I know saved people can do it they can back off uh, back off of things and even though they want to say something and they want to do something and the devil wants them to do it too they can hold back and um, not sin against you and that's what I want for my wife for her own good uh, uh, help her to stop thinking that she can do this life called the Christian life without your being in her life and without the power of your Holy Ghost and uh, it, it is a demonic spirit which she cannot stop or block and I pray that you'll cast the devil and the demons of hell out of her and out of everybody in my family who has that problem be they American or Jamaican or Chinese or white or whatever they might be because it makes life go better. You make life go better. And Lord, I pray that you will cast the devil and the demons of hell out of every person in our family. Cast out the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. And out of the lives of the families listening tonight across the country and around the globe. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you would give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, as always. And Lord God in heaven, I pray for the salvation of the lost, the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving and the mourning in this country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, that you will save those who are lost. Draw them to yourself for salvation. Lord God in heaven, thank you for what you have blessed us to accomplish today. I pray that you'll bless it all and have much fruit to come out of it. Thank you, Lord, for the great work that my youngest children are doing uh, on their own in service to you and helping the ministry uh, to go on and to stand and to be what it uh, has been and what it is and we thank you for the lost souls that have been saved the Christians that have been revived and encouraged and Holy Father God I pray tonight on this Tuesday night that for those of us who are saved in my family and in this country and around the globe lift all of our burdens our cares, our worries, our anxieties, our troubles, our problems, our fears. From our hearts, our minds, souls, and spirits, we cast all care upon you. 
for Lord we know that you care for us tonight Lord please deliver every soul in my family uh, and in the standing uh, between the living and the dead family across this country and around the globe and in this audience tonight Lord deliver us from all afflictions and distresses deliver us from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions with lessons learned Lord God in heaven we pray that you would move that you would not move off of us until we have learned whatever lesson you want us to learn <coughs> and keep the thorn in the flesh uh, in our lives uh, so that we can be humble and remain humble and trust in you <coughs> and Holy Father God if you should tarry your coming throughout tomorrow if you would allow us to live and that's a real thought Lord I pray that you'll bless me to preach tomorrow night on that and to continue to preach on that series regarding the thorn in the flesh what a series it has been and prepare me for that thank you Lord for my son Daniel Ezekiel who helps with that and Lord uh, help us to be prepared and ready to go and Holy Father God I pray tonight that you deliver us from all spiritual mental physical emotional family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problem, trouble and difficulty that we're facing. Lord, in our lives, and thank you for delivering us from thousands of things down through the years. And so, Lord, based upon your holy word, because of your holy word, and because of my experience of praying to you and depending upon you, and trusting in you having delivered me from uh, far more difficult things down through the years uh, Lord as I have uh, shared even with my wife how that you have blessed us and we don't deserve this blessing <coughs> to be together by ourselves at one point for a couple of years few years uh, before my oldest daughter uh, with her came, Danny, uh, and raising miraculously by your grace, and uh, humanly speaking by myself, uh, with your help, uh, seven children, and they're all grown now. Most of them have graduated from college and the others are on the way. I have a son graduating this year in a couple of months, my baby son. And uh uh and and, and they're on they're on their own and working and still helping me in the ministry. I am the most blessed man uh living today. Uh and living in this day and time is and it's all because of you and what you told me to do. And I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And so, Holy Father God, I thank you for those blessings. 
And I thank you, Lord, for allowing things to be as well as they are in this world. I thank you for remembering mercy and grace, and people don't, many people don't realize it. In the midst of rebuke and chastisement <coughs> and punishment towards such wicked, evil, ungodly, hard-headed, and stiff-necked people in this country and in the church especially. And Holy Father God, let your will be done in all of the wars and troubles and issues and problems going on in the world today like never before. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you would bless and protect my entire family tonight, not only physically, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Uh, I believe, as I shared with my children tonight, we have some family members who are struggling uh, um, psychologically, physically still from the coronavirus plague situation. They know who they are. They're ang angrier now. They're different. It changed them as it has changed many people uh, down through the past three years. <clears throat> and so, Lord, I pray that you will <clears throat> heal their hearts and their minds, their souls and their spirits, and make them brand new and uh, sweet like they used to be, with pure hearts. If other bad things have happened, help them to confess it and to tell the truth. Uh, that alone will relieve some of it, but not all of it. Whatever the case might be, Holy Father God, you know all about it. Uh, Lord, help the people in my family and in this audience in this country and around the globe to stop being proud and stubborn and rebellious and stop trying to be the bigger boss and to humble down and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from their wicked ways and walk in the spirit not fulfilling the lust of the flesh and so I pray also that you protect our family from ourselves and I'm praying for my daughter Danny uh, my son Daniel my daughter Danita the devil as I told them is mad he's very mad at me uh, not only for preaching the gospel nearly every day for over seven years and for preaching the gospel for 43 years and having all of these prayer services and praying without ceasing and encouraging others to do the same He's not only mad at me for that, he's mad at me for raising my children to serve you and to help in the ministry, which they are still doing to this day. <clears throat> and they don't have to at all. They had to when they were living under my roof. They don't have to now, but yet they still are. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that, and they need to understand uh, that the devil hates them for giving the prophet a cold glass of water <coughs> and for helping him in the ministry. And he
he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And uh, and as long as they help in the ministry and serve, uh, they will be attacked by the devil, by family members, by friends, by church members, wanting them to lighten up. And I pray that they would stay faithful. I pray that they would do everything that I have taught them to do. Uh, to continue to pass out gospel tracts when it's safe and when they are able to, to be wise as serpents, harmless as doves, and to continue to serve you and to continue to pray and read your holy word. I pray this for all of the children of the people in this audience, all of the people in this country and around the globe. <coughs> And so, Lord, uh, protect us from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. And cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Lord, I pray that you'll have all that we do and say tonight and throughout the remainder of our lives to be done for your glory, praise, and honor for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For we pray it in his name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's read the Word of God together tonight. <clears throat> you, you know you're going to be up late anyhow, so don't worry about it. Don't get mad at me. As old as I am, as long as I've been preaching consecutively, uh, I'm, if, if I get here, I give God the glory. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at the Song of Solomon, chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. Whither is thy beloved gone, O thou fairest among women? Whither is thy beloved turned aside, that we may seek him with thee? My beloved is gone down into his garden, to the beds of spices, to feed in the gardens, and to gather lilies. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He feedeth among the lilies. Thou art beautiful, O my love. As Terzah, comely as Jerusalem, terrible as an army with banners. 
Turn away thine eyes from me, for they have overcome me. Thy hair is as a flock of goats that appear from Gilead. Thy teeth are as a flock of sheep which go up from the washing whereof every one beareth twins and there is not one barren among them. As a piece of a pomegranate are thy temples within thy locks. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Grant us your unction and your anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to understand your holy word, to comprehend your holy word, to love your holy word, and to obey your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, service, family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode if you will number 181 Psalm 18:16 He sent from above, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. Now comes the rescue. The author is divine, he sent. The work is heavenly from above. The deliverance is marvelous, he drew me out of many waters. Here David was like another Moses drawn from the water, and thus are all believers like their Lord, whose baptism in many waters of agony and in his own blood was redeemed. Rather, whose baptism in many waters of agony and in his own blood has redeemed us from the wrath to come, from the wrath to come. That's what you're being redeemed from, the wrath to come and the eternal burning hell. <clears throat> That's what you're getting saved from. Ultimately, getting saved means getting saved from the wrath to come 
and the eternal burning hell. And so while we are here right now in, in the middle of this psalm, are you saved from hell? Are you uh, saved from the wrath of God to come? Do not think people can do what they have done and that they're going to get away with it in God's universe and we're living on a ball called earth hanging on nothing that you can see. You know there's a God somewhere. And we all have offended God. For the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have sinned against God by breaking his expressed commandments. We have lied. We have stolen things, including the Pope, including the Dalai Lama, including <coughs> even the nice Joel Osteen, pastor of the largest church in the country. Just stay where you are. <coughs> and holy, uh, and uh, we have not been holy in our behavior to God even though God is holy we have sinned against a holy God by lusting by coveting in our wicked hearts what other people have by dishonoring and disrespecting our parents by not only committing those sins but dishonoring God by taking his name in vain by committing adultery committing fornication committing homosexuality looking at and lusting after an image on a computer screen pornography The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. By God's grace, I'm making the case for you to understand what you are dealing with here. If you have not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ in a real sense and called on his name for salvation, then... Uh, you're on your way to a burning hell. That's a reality. And that is the reality. You're on your way to suffer from the wrath of God. If you have ever been blessed by God, and we all have, it's a good feeling, isn't it? Well, when we are punished by God, the feeling is just as bad because once God gets started is a very bad situation my friends very bad because we are constantly provoking him constantly sinning against him 
constantly and, and these are some of the sins that I believe God hates the most that I'm getting ready to name right now disrespecting him not being grateful to him marginalizing him putting him on the periphery on your of your life when he ought to be the center of your life because he puts you on uh, in the center of the earth he allowed you to live he made you from nothing and gave you all of these abilities and gifts and talents and yet you marginalize him and and put him out on the periphery of your life and don't even acknowledge him in all of your ways so that he can direct your paths. I believe he's offended by that probably more than some of these other sins we commit. But he's offended at sin. And vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay everything. Nobody gets away with sin here, man. No, nobody. Uh, all of you parents and family members and widows uh, who are still hurting that your husband was killed or your son was killed and beat up and thrown out into the woods. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. That's what God has said. Give it to God. nobody he's the greatest equalizer of all time so uh, he'll take care of it but we all have sin the Bible says also that the wages of sin is death the payment for sin is death and my friends death is a bitter pill you understand I'm thankful every day that I'm still alive. I, I never thought I would make it to this age. Life is a gift and life is a blessing. And you need to get saved and believe in Jesus Christ and uh, serve the Lord while you can. Because as Jesus said, night cometh and no man can work and have the privilege of working. And have the privilege of serving God. You better work now. You say, preacher, is that one of the reasons why you are uh, preaching the gospel every day? And preaching the word every day for right at seven years? That's right. I, I, I know my time is short. I know that I'm going to leave here. And I, I, I'm like my daughter, Danita. When she quotes Irma Bombeck, I don't want anything left when I leave here. I want to give it all. Oh, I don't want I don't want to have any regrets. When I leave this earth and we're all going to leave here. So I just told you I just told you what you need to do now. Get saved and start serving the Lord. And then your life will count. And uh, so understand. However, the wages of sin is death. And that means God wants you to understand. Yes, he does love you. He created you. He died for your sins. Jesus Christ died for your sins. He was buried and rose from the dead. 
He's done everything he can do to save you from hell. He's got you here tonight to hear the gospel, to hear the word of God. By his mercy and grace. But once you die, you're going to go to hell to spend eternity. And God wants you to understand that if he will allow you to die from this beautiful place called earth, and it is beautiful, it is, a, it is amazing and amazingly beautiful. He will allow you to go to hell if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who died for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, and thou you shalt be saved. For Jesus Christ said the most loving, the most magnificent, and the most wonderful and the most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. If you want to be saved from the wrath of God, my dear friend, that Spurgeon was talking about, if you want to be saved from the burning hell that Jesus Christ preached on more than anybody in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached on hell more than he preached about heaven. Why? Because he loves you and he wants you saved from hell. God's justice demands that you go to hell if you do not believe in his son Jesus Christ. God is holy. He cannot allow sin and evil uh, that's not covered and repented of into his heaven. He's not going to do that. You hear me? Okay? Yeah, no matter how nice you think you are, no matter how pretty you think you are, there's no special favors like that for anybody. You will not be going to heaven if you don't get saved and believe by believing in Jesus Christ and repenting of your sins. That's real talk, man. He's not going to let you into heaven that way, in your own way. You're going straight to hell. I know you don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. So believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lay aside your pride. Though, and I'm talking especially to church people. The worst enemies of Christ have always been church folks. The Judases come out of the church. Sad to say. Not from the world. And Jesus Christ has always been a friend of sinners. But some of you church folks are so proud of your religion and so proud of your knowledge about God that you can't see the cross and you are not humble enough because you're puffed up with your knowledge and your privileges. People talk about white privilege and black privilege. Well, they're religious people who have religious privilege. And they're lost and on their way to hell. 
They have access to very important things, but they are not saved. They're not born again. I'm talking to you religious folks who deep down you know you're lost. You've been baptized. You've been a preacher for years. You've been a deacon. You've been a pastor's wife. Sit up. That's right. Sit up in, in the bed. I'm talking to you. You have given thousands of dollars to the church and to the ministry. But you know deep down in your soul as you sit there with that remote control in your hand that you, you are lost. You're not saved. You don't have peace. You don't have rest in your soul. Get saved tonight. Believe in Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God. And call on his name. For the Bible says, for who, pardon me, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Some of you need to examine yourself and see whether or not you be saved. If you're acting like the devil, walking like the devil, talking like the devil, you might be a devil. How are you living? That, that ought to tell you a lot right there. Are you still sneaking around? Doing evil? Talking about you're addicted to pornography and all of that. You are probably not saved. Sin does not convict you. Sin does not bother you. One of the most popular articles on blackchristiannews.com or bcnn1.com right now for days is uh, how to know that you are truly born again. How to know you're truly saved. Sin doesn't bother you. You can look at evil and feel good about it. You can do evil and you, you get even more energy and you are, you, you're pumped up and ready to go. Uh, you have never been born again, even though you go to church every Sunday. It's all about, you're not, it's not about uh, how much money you have given to the church, how that you were baptized or confirmed or a Christian when you was a child that means nothing that's not going to get it and God God doesn't God is very loving but he does not play he, he means what he says you better pay attention to what the Bible says because you're going to see it one day and you will be without excuse I don't believe God is my God uh, he's so loving he would never send us to hell there are many people in hell today from the church pews and from the pulpit too Today, there are people in hell from church. Okay? And God does not send you to hell. He did everything he could do to save you from hell. I mean, that, I mean he, he went down really low for us sinners. Left heaven, came down to earth, suffered, bled, and died, was humiliated, was buried, and rose again by the power of God. Believe in Jesus Christ, my dear friend. Let's pray. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, 
I acknowledge and I admit that I am a wicked sinner. And I've done some wicked, evil things in my life. In your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my wretched soul. I invite you into my spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in Jesus Christ tonight and you called on his name, you prayed that prayer, the sinner's prayer with me, then may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Now, to help you grow in the faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com and pick up my free book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. <clears throat> and also, there's a, another book beside it that will solidify and help you to understand what you just did even better titled, How to Get Saved from Hell, Straight from the Bible. Also, email us at the email that's on your uh, platform. Uh, or you can email me directly at dw3 at gospelitesociety.com and um, let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you send you extra materials free of charge and uh, also pray for you <coughs> pardon me you can send us your prayer requests and we will pray for you as we have prayed for thousands of folks down through the years and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop now my dear friends we're going to resume our uh, devotional Bible study, if you will, uh, and this will be your first Bible study as a new Christian. As we pick up uh, a little bit above where we left off at, and this is what led me, God led me to go ahead on and break in with the gospel 
right in the midst of this passage. Period. Here David was like another Moses drawn from the water and thus are all believers like their Lord whose baptism in many waters of agony and in his own blood has redeemed us from the wrath to come. Torrents of evil shall not drown the man whose God sitteth upon the floods to restrain their fury. Not at all. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for leading me to pause that to present and to preach the gospel to the lost, to the religious and the lost. <clears throat> Pardon me, Lord. I pray that you will save many, not only tonight, but as this podcast video goes around the world. Lord, we pray for still for over three million souls to come to know your Savior. Three million Christians to repent and be revived by your might and your power. For this is, as the songwriter said, my Father's world. And I give you all of the glory, praise, and honor. And I thank you in advance for what you, what you will do. And I thank you for what you have done. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we move over to the family verses, and I want to thank my children, particularly uh, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle. My youngest three children uh, are still serving the Lord in our ministry, and the uh, and all of them have served in the ministry here and still do. And we thank the Lord for that. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Let me just say from the outset, the problem in the Christian, so-called evangelical Christian home, Christian family, uh, is that people, some people are not saved. This is why some women hate this passage. Listen to me carefully and listen to me well. I have never hated a passage of scripture no matter how much it convicted me. And the only reason for that is because of Jesus Christ living on the inside of me who loves his own word. It's not me. And so the problem is, I believe, God has, God has shown me this and taught me this, that many people in the church are just not saved. There are men who hate this passage right here. You know why? And, they, they, and there are men who will take the side of Jezebel, their wife, and hate me for preaching on it because it disturbs her so much. Well, I, I would have to say your wife is not saved because this is God's word. It doesn't matter what she says. Uh, and, and then we got pastors and pastors' wives and preachers who will never preach on this passage. 
because they're more concerned about the feelings of the people than they are concerned about the feelings of God. But see, the result is uh, tore up from the flow up families. That's the problem. It's not just the women, it's the men too. And always remember in the book of Proverbs, uh, the Bible says, yes, who can find a virtuous woman? But the Bible also says, who can find a faithful man? We don't hear too much about that. And it's really not about, none of us are virtuous. Uh, it's about people being saved and having on us the virtue of Christ. See, so for the wife, uh, in three days we'll be talking to the husbands and then the children. It all ma what matters is are they born again? Are you born again? Are you saved? Because if you have Christ in you, uh, it makes a big difference. So verse 22 again. This ought not to trouble you, women. You are not to have to go get up and go get another drink. When I read this, oh no, I don't want to hear that. Do you know, like in the Bible, there are people who they plug up their ears and close their ears to the truth. They don't want to hear it. They avoid churches because certain pastors preach the whole counsel of God and they don't want to hear that. They want somebody who's going to make them feel good. Now, I love and thank God for Joel Osteen, so don't get mad at me. But they, <clears throat> that's what they want to hear. They want to hear messages like that. Uh, every Sunday. Joel Osteen hardly ever deals with sin in the church and and uh, hypocrisy and, and phoniness and so forth. Uh, I, I guarantee you, now I, I don't even look at Joel Osteen anymore, but I guarantee you it's going to it's going to be about the same every time. And that's what people love. And uh, they love to hear that stuff they love it but what what Joel Osteen needs to do what I need to do what all other pastors and preachers need to do is preach the whole counsel of God not uh, just trying to make people feel good we all can be hypocrites and do that we can all tickle people's ears and and not offend anybody but that's not real church, that's not real preaching, and that's not real ministry. I do give Joel credit at, for two things. One, Joel, does, he, he does, he doesn't preach the gospel like Billy Graham, but he does preach the gospel at the end of every message. That's more than most pastors, and that is good. Number two, he will highlight a pastor and a pastor's church. He will invite the pastor to his church, put them on TV for millions to see to help build up their church and their location. Now, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Most pastors would not do that. He's the first one I've known. I, I know about doing that, uh, that I know of doing that. That's good. So I'm not mad at him, uh, but but people love, they're attracted to these positive and upbeat 
messages that don't deal with the sin that's causing the depression in your life in the first place. See? See? You understand what I'm saying to you people? See, some of you Christians are depressed. You go there and you hear a nice little sweet message that will lift you up momentarily. You might even get a, you know, uh, we might even get a smile out of you. By the time you make it to that parking lot, to the to the car, in that long and big parking lot, you back, you're depressed again, defeated, disgusted, wanting to go home and sin again, or curl up in a fetal position. And you wait for your next fix. Hopefully, it'll be Wednesday night. If not. Which is kind of drag is a drag to some people because you don't have the big crowd. Uh, you got to wait till Sunday morning to get pumped up again, and that's what the church has been doing for years. The Laodicean church gathering to themselves with itching ears, preachers that tickle their ears, scratch their ears, and then the people go home and and and, and they have nothing to feed on then they have nothing to deal with uh, they have something to deal with but they don't deal with it because the preacher has not told them to deal with it and he didn't deal with it when he had them in the church for most churches everybody in the church ought to come down to the altar if they can confess their sins with everybody else repent repent of this so-called uh, pornography addiction I guarantee you God knows how to get it get it out of your system if you saved. have you ever prayed to God about it your fornication your adultery and and, and, whole, and some of that's not even going on because I'm hearing from every quarter men are not having sex with women anymore I don't understand that. See, men are not having sex with women. Uh, men are lonely. They're afraid to talk to women because the women seem to be more powerful than they are. Let me tell you, lonely men out there, there's no woman more powerful than you. You just be the man, and she'll be crazy about you. She may get mad at you sometime, but that's all right. She'll, she'll. She knows, she knows what time it is. Already, it's, in, it's already in her. If you just be the man, and you lead, and you guide, and you communicate, and, 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 and look her straight in her eye, and tell her what time it is, she'll, she'll, she'll be fine. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. And I'll say this in close. The reason why I preach on that with great confidence is because God in heaven has wired women to submit. Will they rebel? Yes. Do we rebel as men? Yes. Against him? Yes. It's in our sinful nature to go opposite to what God has equipped us and made us to do. I don't care about women getting mad about what I say. Because I know they know deep down in their hearts that they should submit to their husbands and obey their husbands. They know deep down in their hearts they'll have more peace in their home if they stop raising hell and Cain 
and the devil over nothing. They know that. They do it because they can. You let them do it. And you and 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 they have no fear of you and no respect of you. I'm talking about godly fear. I'm talking I'm talking about respect. This is why you take a woman a cantankerous woman with a, a, a one man uh, and uh, a man who, and, and, and she's talking about this, that, and the other, and another man who is not going to tolerate that, and she'll act better once she understands that he's not going to put up with that, and he's serious about it. That's one of the reasons why my wife is still here after 34 years. My wife, Marika White. I, I, I've never, you can ask her. And, and some of my enemies have sent some people over here to ask her. Uh, they think that uh, it's not real, but it's real. She, and God has showed them, shown them that it's real, and she has shown them that it's real. I have never let her get away with her foolishness and evil, bad attitudes, bad spirits. Never, never, never. That's not a marriage, people, by the way. Letting your wife, that's the American way. That's what you like because it's in your favor. That's not, that's not God's way for a wife to be rebellious and cantankerous and mean and hateful and unloving towards her husband, un loving towards her children, disrespectful, talking back, leaving the house anytime she wants and go wherever she wants to go without telling her husband and, and letting her husband know and talking to him any kind of way? No. Uh-uh. That's hellaciousness. That's not God's way. And no man should put up with that. No man should take that. See? Not that. Uh-uh. No, sir. No man. No husband should put up with that and take that. She needs to be put in line and she needs to line up behind her husband and I've, I've said it before and I want to say it again. Some of you women need to keep your mouth shut and, and hush and be quiet and be meek and quiet and humble not bristling with evil and hellaciousness all your life long and all day long. And see this, let me just say this before we go. Okay? I know it's getting late. Let me say this before we go, see. That's why many of you women Millions of you women to this day, you love Christian Grey. Uh, enough said. No, I, I'm talking to you Christian women. You love you some Christian Grey. You love that dark evil look in his face. You get giddy just like that girl got giddy when, she, when he was getting ready to tie her up and spank her behind. You... You know why you love it? Because deep down you know you need uh, some of that. I don't care what my sweet evangelicals say about it. 
They know what I'm talking about. And the women, their wives know what I'm talking about. Because they went to the movie too. They went to the movie when it came out as a group. Ooh, I don't know. I wish my husband would tie me up and spank me. Because I've been a bad girl. Huh? You, 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 you're awake now, aren't you? Girl, I need some of that action. You, ooh, oh, that'll tame me down real good. Cause I, I, I just say what I want to say to my husband, and then just get away with it. I wish he would do some of that Christian grace stuff. You like that, don't you? See, and not only did you go to the movie, you bought the tape, you bought the video, you got it hidden away. And you watch it when it comes on television. Every time it comes on, you watch it. You, you're just as excited as that beautiful young lady was excited with that evil. And she was supposed to be kind of a good person. Oh, she was giddy about the evil. The, 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 the world is evil. Uh, uh, that evil, that darkness that he was doing to her. And she loved it, like some of you. But your husband does not do that, because as soon as you uh, ha you get uh, angry, or mad at him about something else, you're going to call the police and tell him he hit you. He's going to jail, and a whole lot of other bad things are going to happen after that. Okay, so all you bad girls need to calm down on your own. And... Uh, Pray without ceasing and do what the Bible tells you. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, for this time together in prayer and around your holy word. And we pray, Lord, for all families that name the name of Christ. There may be very few now that you will shore them up and strengthen them by uh, helping them to obey your holy word, helping them to uh, follow your holy word and not their feelings and not their emotions and what they think, but to do it your way. And then, Holy Father God, we pray for all people who name the name of Christ in this world. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wicked, evil, and ungodly sins, of, of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I pray that you'll help us to repent of it and to start living holy and obedient lives only by your strength and by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, I, we do pray for the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and other plagues and diseases and issues. Uh, Lord, you know where they are in Florida, Ukraine, around the globe. And Holy Father God, uh, I pray that you would comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. We pray for the family and friends uh, of Virginia resident Richard Garrity, Jr. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Santos Perla. 
We pray for the family and friends of Michigan resident Donna Colette. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests. And Lord, we pray for PTK. Please help him to fear you and give him wisdom. And Lord, I pray for Zaitar. Please deliver him, his sisters, and his daughter from overeating and help them to have a healthy relationship with food. Help him, too, to have a healthy relationship with food that is favored by you. And all of us, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. And Lord, we thank you for a new uh, prayer request that came in today, Danielle. Uh, and we thank you for all of the services in their churches. And we thank you for the souls that have gotten saved. We thank you for the people who have been healed and delivered. Please bless and provide for the widows. Please bless the youth seminar, revival, and open-air markets, uh, market evangelism. Provide them with the tin uh, iron sheets supply for the Nasianda church roof. Save the witch doctors who are trying to hinder their efforts in their ministry. And Holy Father God, now we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved, not only these few, but the thousands who have made a profession of faith in Christ down through the years. And Lord, we pray that you'll help them all to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Julian, Hazel, Nathan, uh, Alexis, Leah, and Lord, we pray for all of those who have recommitted their lives to Christ. We pray for Karen, Joy, Helena, Megan, and Christine. Lord, we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for all that you have done. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, help us to pray without ceasing, to stay in your word, and to keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. For we know that you'll keep us in perfect peace. Rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Lord, from everybody under the sound of my voice, my family, and others around the world, surround us with your protection, a band of your holy angels. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God, and cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. As we listen to the music, God bless you, dear friends until we meet again.